Welcome to the Give to Profit podcast, the podcast that inspires business owners, entrepreneurs and leaders to turn their business into a profitable force for good. During our bi-weekly episodes, you'll hear how founders and leaders put charitable giving and social impact at the heart of their business and the many benefits that come from doing this. We also interview leaders of causes, charities and agencies who are leading the way in how they partner with micro and SME businesses. You can find full show notes for today's show and join our membership community at givetoprofit.com. This is where you can also sign up to receive regular tips and updates about events worth checking out, including the Give to Profit Business for Good conference we're hosting in Edinburgh in April 2019. So now here's your host, TEDx speaker, author and business mentor, Alison McKenzie. Hi and welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Give to Profit podcast show. This is your host, Alison McKenzie, and as always, I'm delighted to be here with you today. So if you are someone who's tuned in before, you'll be aware that this podcast is a mix of interviews that I do with leaders and experts in the fields of social impact and charitable giving, and also episodes where I will share some of my experiences and insights and what I am learning on my journey too around these topics. So today I'm going to be answering one of the most common questions people ask me, which is, can charitable giving be good for business? And this is something that I get asked a lot because even from people who are inclined and feel motivated to make a difference through their business, there is sometimes just still a little bit of resistance as to whether or not it is something that could distract them from their business or and hinder their business or will this be something that will actually help them grow their business. And most business owners that I meet think that they need to wait until they have enough time or money before they give back. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I used to think this too until I discovered that the opposite is true, that focusing on impact and partnering with causes can actually be a really, really powerful way to grow grow your business and do good at the same time, no matter what stage of business you're at. And I experienced this firsthand when my business started to grow on the back of fundraising I was doing to raise funds for my humanitarian trips to Rwanda. And over the years, I've also worked with clients who have taken on more business as a direct consequence of strategically linking charitable projects and business goals. I've also spoken to many other business owners who've experienced this too. And particularly I find with those who do more than simply making philanthropic donations to causes. So before I go on to share some of the numerous studies that conclude charitable giving and focusing on impact is good for business, when it's done well, obviously. I just thought I'd share with you some ideas that I have around why it's taking so long for micro and SME businesses to realize that charitable giving is good for business. So the first challenge that I see is the traditional role of business. So one of the problems is that culturally most people see the role of businesses first and foremost is to make money and provide jobs. As though charities and social enterprises are really the only type of organisation that does good. And this may have been the case historically, but things are definitely changing. 
Now, over 80% of consumers expect businesses to do more than make a profit. Likewise, consumers, staff, clients and investors are increasingly choosing to buy from, work for, partner with and invest in businesses who can demonstrate the good they are doing in the world. And I'm going to come on to share further details about some of those stats later on in the show. So smart businesses, and particularly those that are set up by the young, innovative business owners and entrepreneurs, are incorporating social impact and business giving strategies right at the start of the businesses. And they are using it as ways to develop a meaningful brand, attract customers, attract and retain staff, partners, as well as investors. Now, if I give some examples of this on a global um perspective examples would include G Adventures, Airbnb, Patagonia, Tom Shoes, Kind Health Snacks. In Scotland we have Brewdog, Brewgooter, Social Bite and Choose Water to name but a few. I mean there are so many commercial businesses now doing this and all that but that said what I would say is that there is still a little bit of disconnect between consumer expectations and perceptions so while we have a lot of research that is showing that consumers and staff and investors are looking for businesses to do good, there is st still a little bit of kickback when organisations actually do good because some people can be sceptical as to their motives. And one reason for this is that but some businesses that are actually starting to do good are not doing it at the highest strategic level. So they're maybe implementing some strategies, but aren't actually thinking about the impact that they, they want to have for their whole business, thinking about the strategically coming up with a social impact mission statement and working out how to align all their business activities around that. And what happens there is it leads to incongruency between different mix, you know, different messages that are coming out at a strategic level to what's maybe happening operationally. So it's really, really important that as a business, we obviously get that congruency right. Um, some people are also actually critical of causes that partner with businesses as though they get into bed with the enemy, you know, and that's been a surprise to me as I've gone out and spoken to different causes and charities to find that they've also been getting flack for supporting businesses. So they're definitely, we're still in a, in a time where there are mixed messages being presented and there are lots of different opinions on this. And it's up to each and every one of us to decide you know, what is it that we want, that we stand for personally? What does our business, what do we want our business to stand for? And if business is really to be seen as a force for good, then we all have a part to play in changing those attitudes. And I certainly think that as business owners and leaders, particularly of micro to SME businesses, we can all take action now, today, to start making that change happen. So, Let's go on and have a look at the second thing that I think gets in the way of micro and SME businesses really embracing this. And this is the desire to give back. I do see the desire to give back as hindering charitable giving. And sometimes when I say that, people say, what are you joking? Is that not what you're actually all about? No, I don't like the phrase give back. In fact, I'd go as far as saying I hate the phrase giving back because I believe there's something better we can do instead. And the, one of the main reasons why I don't like the phrase is because I feel it's often used in a way that's hampering rather than helping charitable giving. 
You see, the literal meaning of the phrase to give back is to give back something that doesn't belong to us. Now, obviously, as individuals, as businesses or countries, if we have things that don't belong to us, then of course the right thing to do is to give them back. But nowadays, the verb to give back is commonly used to express our desire to contribute or make a difference in the world. And the main challenge I see is that it often implies we need to wait until we have the time or money before we give back, whether or not this is personally or through our businesses or work. In the context of business, giving back nurtures the belief that we need to be generating enough money or profits before we can support causes and do good in the world. And as a result, Many business owners, entrepreneurs and SME leaders who want to support causes don't because they're waiting until they have the time or money to do it. Yet supporting charities and social causes is a really powerful way to grow our businesses and is a brilliant way for, to, to become more profitable as we do good. There are many ways to do this, as I share in my Give to Profit book and in many other resources that I share. So some examples would be incorporating fundraising into your marketing, which is known as cause marketing, sourcing social suppliers, volunteering your time or donating excess stock. Likewise, you could easily introduce environmental policies into your business that are similar to those that you applied personally. So for instance, using recycled paper. So rather than waiting to give back, how about starting to give now, no matter where you are with your business? And the third problem that I feel is is holding people back from really embracing this whole idea of social impact and charitable giving is the unfortunate legacy of CSR. So CSR means corporate social responsibility. And for many of us as business owners who've previously worked in companies or organisations where CSR sat on the peripheral of a business and seemed more like an afterthought or tick box exercise where it was the organization coming up with ways in which they could do good to almost counteract the the way in which they were destroying the world or mistreating staff or or you know wrecking and causing havoc in lives or the environment in different ways then what's happened is if we have worked for, for organizations where they've not really done it well our experiences have shaped our beliefs that charitable giving doesn't necessarily add value to a business. It's something that sits in the peripheral and maybe isn't done well and that people don't really like and don't embrace. And unfortunately, if we believe this to be true, we're more likely to set up a business that generates income as a means to success rather than realizing we could generate income through focusing on impact. Nowadays, in response to changing consumer trends and advances in technology, there are an increasing number of large companies being set up that put social impact and solving social issues at the core of their business. Um, but this is still new. And for much larger established companies, there are more and more realizing that their future depends upon this and the impact that they have on people, communities and the planet. And they're looking at ways that they can embrace social impact and charitable giving, 
But, you know, when you're running a large organisation, this can take a long, long time. And as I've said already, their efforts can be hampered by an incongruency of policy across operations. Um, and also, you know, outwardly, the amount of time it takes for us as consumers to change our perception of a well-known brand. Thankfully, for small to medium-sized businesses, it's actually much, much easier to incorporate social impact and giving strategies into your business and to reposition yourself as a business for good brand. So what's the solution? The solution is to start focusing on impact and charitable giving now, right now, no matter what stage of business you're at, no matter what type of business you are. And I realise you may not know how to do this yet, and I'll share some resources at the end of the show and on the show page for this episode that will enable you to help you take your next steps if you're unsure how to do it. But don't just take my word for it. Let me share some findings of research studies on business giving, of which there are many. So the first one is that meaningful brands outperform the stock market by 206% over 10 years to 2016. And that was according to the Havas Meaningful Brands Index and company that does research around this. So that's really, really powerful. And I was quite shocked to see that statistic and to realize that that kind of research has been going on. I was very, very encouraged. Um, there's another um, organization, Cone Communications, that does some fantastic research. And what they have identified is that 86% of US consumers expect companies to do more than make a profit. 89% of US consumers say they'd switch brands to those associated with a good cause, assuming a similar price and quality. Now, obviously, I'm referring to the US consumers there, but in developed markets, it's reasonable to assume we have similar types of trends. And here's research for that covers the UK. 57% of UK consumers said companies should be actively involved in solving social or environmental problems. And again, that's come from Havas again. More recently, we had some research out early, just a few months ago, actually, and this was from the Boston Consulting Group. Companies that outperform in important social and environmental areas achieve higher valuations and margins. And in 2016, according to the same Boston Consulting Group report, 25% of global managed assets invested in socially responsible companies. And that figure actually goes up to 40% in the UK and 20% in the US. Now, that for me was a massive shift because I mean, some of you know, my background was the investment industry. And at that time as an investment manager, we did used to get people saying that they wanted to make us to make ethical investments, but it was really, really hard to find companies which you knew were definitely making ethical decisions across all their business. It was much easier to adopt an embargo on certain companies that you knew were definitely clashing with ethics. But nowadays, the whole, the, this whole ethical investment world has changed. And I'll be sharing something shortly that just um, highlights the extent of that as well. There are also a couple of other global initiatives that support the need for businesses to focus on tackling social and environmental problems. And the first is the UN Global Goals. 
So 2015, we had global leaders from 193 countries who came together, united and defined 17 UN global sustainability goals, which are often known as the global goals. And the aim of these goals is to tackle the key challenges that threaten the sustainability of humanity, peace and the planet by 2030, which is just incredible. Now, these countries pledge their support of the goals and it's widely accepted that the only way these can be achieved by 2030 is if businesses take action towards these two. And I know in Scotland, we have something called the Scottish Business Pledge and, and the Scottish government is very much committed to doing what we can to meet these UN global goals. The goals themselves, worth checking out, I'll share the link in the show, show notes page. They're a fantastic framework for identifying the impact that you want to have in the world through your business or your purpose if this is something that's proved elusive to you until now. I've certainly found that since aligning my business to poverty, education and social justice, it's made it much easier for me to decide what charitable activities I want to be involved in. Hence why the focus of my business is now all about making it easy for commercial businesses to become a profitable force for good. And my recent decision to raise funds to build a school in Cambodia. My plan for um, building the school in Cambodia is actually much more than simply building the school, but to provide ongoing support to a community that has suffered extreme poverty and social challenges since the genocide there 40 years ago. And I'll actually, there's so much I want to share with you on the UN Global Goals that I'm actually going to be doing a podcast episode specifically on this topic in a few weeks. So if you're listening to this at the point that this episode is released, then if you just wait a few weeks, if you're listening to this in the future, then you might be able to zip straight forward to that one if you're interested and finding out more. Something else I just wanted to share with you here is the Fortune Change the World list. And again, I just find it so encouraging that time and resources from quite a number of highly reputable organisations have all come together to, to carry out detailed analysis and come up with the top 100 companies that have a positive social impact in the world through their core business activities. And one of the reasons I really like this is that when we talk about having social impact, it doesn't have to be around um, charitable giving or adopting environmental policies in our business. It could actually be through the core activities of our business, the products and services that we offer. And the Fortune Change the World list is for the largest companies in the world, but it just shows there's an appetite and there's an interest in this topic um, as far as I'm concerned. And I take great, oh my God, great inspiration from those that are listed, including one company, Blackboard. I interviewed um, somebody from there, uh, oh, and that was actually about a year ago now. If you go back through the podcasts, you will find a conversation all about that incredible company. So the last thing I just wanted to mention to you here, which again, I think sums up the shift in what's happening around this topic of charitable giving and the importance of businesses really focusing on more than simply making money. And this came in the form of a letter that the founder and chief executive of BlackRock, which is one of the world's largest 
investment companies in the world. So Lawrence D. Fink sent a letter to business leaders and it was a real cause to action which included in this letter, which you can actually search for online, you can get a copy of the letter online. But if I just sum up, take an extract of one thing he said in his letter to the leaders of the largest companies in the world. And what he said was, to prosper over time, every company must not only deliver strong financial performance, but must also show how it makes a positive contribution to society. So my intention for this episode was to highlight the strong business case for commercial businesses of all sizes to focus on more than simply making money. That all types of businesses have a place and responsibility to help tackle social and environmental problems and I really hope that what I've shared with you today has been helpful in your understanding as to what's happening around this topic and will hopefully have inspired you to um, do more through your business in terms of look, exploring the social impact that you can have and also to share this information with more. Please do share this podcast. There's also a blog version of this in written form so you can share it so that we can all together help create a movement and a shift in how business owners, leaders, staff, consumers, how we all think about the part that we play in creating a better future for ourselves, for those who are important to us and the sustainability of the planet. If you're someone who would like to do more and you don't know how to yet, don't worry. Um, focusing on impact and charitable giving, as I've said many times, is a new concept for most people, particularly those who are running micro to um, small to medium sized businesses. And many, many well-intentioned business owners and leaders who are driven to make a business difference just aren't yet making the difference that they would love to make in the world yet. There's so, there's so much untapped, unleashed potential for us all to have more social impact. The good news is that if you want to step into this space and you're ready to learn how to do this, then that's what I can help you with. Please do just get in touch with me through my website, www.alison, and that's A-L-I-S-O-U-N.com or www.givetoprofit.com. Um, and you can also check out my book and the courses that I offer. I also work with people on a one-to-one -one basis and speak at events. So feel free to get in touch if you would like any help with this. And actually, gosh, almost forgot to share that the Give to Profit membership community will be live next month, which is August 2018. I know I have been promising that for ages. We've had quite a number of technical glitches, but I am confident now that we are so close. Certainly the back end is all sitting, waiting to just go. It's just been a couple of technical hitches in the sign-up process that have held us back but I'm very excited to be going out with the community very very shortly. So thanks for tuning in today and remember business is a great opportunity to be kind and what you do next matters. Thanks for tuning in to the Give to Profit podcast. You can find full show notes for today's show at givetoprofit.com. This is where you can also check out the Give to Profit membership community, a special place where you can connect with Alison and other like-minded business owners and entrepreneurs and learn how to turn your business into a profitable force for good in ways that are joyful, effective and legal. It's also the place where you can find out about our future events, including the Give to Profit business 
Business for Good conference in April 2019. And if you don't already have a copy of Alison's best-selling book, Give to Profit, How to Grow Your Business by Supporting Charities and Social Causes, you can get a copy of it on Amazon around the world.